a neglected legacy, a father's series of unfortunate events, and a superhero's car-sick trick? All this and more for Captain America here on Sucktastic Cinema. Well, this isn't very good. Never seen garbage eat garbage before. It's embarrassing. This is pretty much the worst video ever made. It certainly does suck. Welcome back in to Sucktastic Cinema, everybody, to where if these movies try too hard or know what they are, endearment is the name of the game. I am Steven. I'm Matt. And thank you for uh, tuning back in with us here on March 10th. It is still March 10th, everybody, because yes. this is the third film in our three-film, triple-feature, Sucktastic Cinema series premiere. Hello. Hello. Hopefully you listened and enjoyed Turbo Power Rangers movie. Hopefully you listened and enjoyed Spice World. And today we are talking about Captain America, but not, not the one you're not thinking Not the of. one that is has dominated the cineplex for the last yeah when did the first avenger come out 2011 2011 not, so not, not the for the past 10 years yeah not the uh mcu uh franchise dynamo dynamo that yeah. we all came to know Actual and love quality yeah films no this one is uh from it's considered the 1990 Captain America, but it was released yeah. in 1991. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is the early 90s attempt at bringing Captain America to the big screen. But we'll get into how uh, that didn't work, as mm. a, and also a lot of stuff didn't work yes. about this movie. Um, before we hit the socials real quick, I want to add some things from the Spice World episode you list, you just listened to. A couple of things that I wanted to hit on that we didn't get around to just because I guess we forgot. Yeah. Uh, but editing, going back, editing it, there's a couple moments that I really liked in Spice World that stuck out to me that we didn't mention. One of them was on their way, they just... Nicola, their their pregnant friend just gave pregnant birth. Pregnant Spice. Yes. Uh, pregnant Spice, as you probably all heard, we, we refer to her as. Um, so the girls have to get to Royal Albert Hall in order to make their show. Yes. So they get on their tour bus, but... Oh, we didn't address the fact... Dang it. We didn't address the fact that one of the nurses oh, in the yeah, hospital, yeah. she's like, oh, all right, my shift's over. And the other nurse is like, what are you doing tonight? She's like, I'm going to see the Spice Girls. It's like, and like the Spice Girls are sitting right there. Like six feet in front You're of her. Seeing them right here, yeah, they're right there. Yeah, and and the Spice Girls have this look on their face, like, oh man, we we, what if we don't, what if we don't perform? You know, it's, it's like, like we're gonna let them let them down. I just thought it was stupid because like the Spice Girls are sitting right yeah, there. Exactly, you yeah. can just go up and talk to them if you want. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this Nicola gives birth, and that's Gail Power, and uh, yeah. so but they all. They get on their bus, but Meatloaf is just laying in the grass for some reason, so he's not there. <laughs> Dennis isn't there to drive them. So posh spice Victoria Beckham, uh, she she gets in, she takes the wheel, and it's, it's gets a, on the bus. Yeah, gets on. It was hot on that bus. <laughs> um, but it's another attempt to like showcase her and how she's funny or whatever. So she's driving the bus and she's um, committing road rage incidents. She just says something funny where she's like, "Oh, these stupid Sunday drivers! It's only it's Saturday." Saturday. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty funny, funny. Yeah. yeah some of the stuff is funny is a loose term mm -hmm. here um, but real quick yeah they're they're speeding through London on the bus and uh, while they're doing that simultaneously Mark McKinney's character and George Went, the American film producers are talking to Clifford the Spice Girls manager about what the big red Spice Girls manager yeah exactly <laughs> they're they're laying out the movie that they've written for the Spice Girls and all the while they're saying all these action scenes that the Spice Girls are like acting out mm -hmm. as the narration goes for like the Spice Girls yeah. B-roll or whatever and that's pretty humorous like yeah and randomly there's like a ticking time bomb under the bus and yeah. then that they're acting that and all out. of a sudden they're on the roof it's like yeah. why it's like because they are or something yeah. like that and then like you know they they jump a bridge it's like it's action-packed it's it's exciting it's expensive and then it's like a toy bus yeah going the bridge. that's pretty funny and then they're running up to royal albert hall and they're stopped by the police but baby spice one of the jokes throughout the movie is baby spice can get away with anything because she has a love childish smile or a cutesy smile or whatever yeah and she convinces the police officer to let them go and because they're the spice because girls. they're the spice girls. this is our show yeah <laughs> um but also it's an exciting performance of yeah. spice of your life to cap off the movie mm -hmm. so that is we the rest of spice World. we didn't address that in exactly. spice world but you don't have to wait a week just in case you listen to it and you're like screw those guys i'm gonna listen to the next episode and then we address it so 
for those of you Spice World purists out there, we, we just mentioned it. Yeah. So that is the rest of Spice World. Uh, before we get into this week's film, Matt, why don't you let everybody know the one spot where they can find us. So far. Social media-wise. Yeah. Um, so far, we're only on Instagram. Um, going to get on Twitter, probably not on Facebook, because mm-hmm. Steven and I are probably going to get off Facebook. Yeah. Because Facebook is a cesspool. I don't like Facebook. Um, anyway, uh, you can find us on Instagram at SucktasticPod. All right. There you go. <laughs> and then Apple with Spotify. Yes, go you give, can find go us. listen yeah. to us. Follow us on, on yep. Spotify. Go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and a review. Um, five-star reviews help gun us up the charts. Yes. Uh, we would love to be one of the showcase podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully you like the show enough to leave a five-star rating, leave a review, hopefully mm-hmm. you say something nice. Yes. Um, but we're not going to tell you what to say or what to do. Just if you like the podcast, Go on our social media and let us know somehow. Mm-hmm. Let us know somehow. We yes. want to know we're doing something right here. Uh, so without further ado, it's movie time. And now for our feature presentation. Captain America 90. It's re- again, it's referred yeah. to Captain America 90, but it came out July 26th, 1991. In the a, movie. A, sh- a week before we were born. Ah, yes. And the a majority of the movie takes place in 1993. Yeah, so, so it's, it's a real effed up piece so of work. So 90 really has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, but it's referred to all over the place as Captain America 90. If you're looking at the episode title here, we either put 90 or 91 or Captain America early. I don't Just know. Just Captain America. Captain America. Um, we don't even know yet. Yeah. It's Also, it's a way to, it's like clickbait, way to trick people to be like, wait a minute, they're talking about Captain America. More like trickbait. Exactly. Uh, there's some trickery done by old, good old Steve Rogers, some real weaselly stuff in yeah. this movie. <laughs> um, it, but it's directed by... Not befitting of uh, the... Not, not befitting of this... Uh, this and first of all, it's not intelligent. Yeah. Second of all, it's a weaselly move. Third yeah. of all, not befitting of someone like as Captain a, America, as righteous as Captain America. But the movie is directed by Albert Pion or Peon. He was a peon during this whole know. thing, uh, starring Matt Salinger as Steve Rogers, Captain America, Ronnie Cox as President Tom Kimball, Ned Beatty as I didn't get Sam Koalowetz. Koalowetz is the bed still. Sam Koala Bear. Yeah. He, <laughs> Sam Koalowetz the bed. That's good. <laughs> um, Darren McGavin as General Fleming. Scott Powlin as Red Skull. Uh, Francesca Neri as Valentina DeSantis. Kim Gilliam as Bernice slash Sharon. Uh, featuring Melinda Dillon, barely, as Mrs. Rogers. Bill Moomy, barely, as young General Fleming. Mm-hmm. And Carla Casalo as Dr. Vaselli. Uh, box office of nothing because it was straight to video and it had a three million dollar budget yes and you may be asking if you know anything about captain america uh why are there so many italian names yeah and the movie starts right off the bat with mistakes because um it starts off within this italian village and Mm -hmm. these the there's supposed to be there's a few Nazi nods but yeah. like or a few Nazi visuals you but can, you can tell there's some sort of you, you can tell there's Nazis in there and they're working with some devious Italians right. I don't know it all all I know is they don't directly say Nazis when Captain America as a character was created to combat the Nazis yeah and that's one of the biggest problems in here but first it's everything starts in Italy when clearly mm-hmm. you probably probably would be a good um direction to at least start in Germany. Yeah, exactly. And don't get us wrong, Italy had a part like well, Italy yeah. was part They're of part World of the, War the II. Axis of evil. Yeah, exactly. But like when we're talking about Captain America and Red Skull Red Skull's Italian in this in this yeah. movie. So that's a problem. Which is uh silly to say the least. Yeah. Because uh Red Skull was a uh it's kind of the right hand man of Hitler, at, in a way, at, yeah. At Hydra and everything yeah, like that. Exactly. I mean, there, there's multiple, and we won't get too far into kind comics, of comic yeah. book stuff, yeah. which we we know a lot about. But I mean, my thing is, so comic book movies, real like you had Superman in 1975, and kind Batman, of all the subsequential yeah. Superman movies and the Batman TV show, but you really didn't start seeing more of a push to get Superman, yeah, Superman superhero movies. On the big screen, there wasn't as much of a presence, so there wasn't as much pressure to you don't be accurate also, or yeah. please a lot of people because you know a lot of people didn't really go to see these movies. Batman was like the first thing that, like, when studios now started doing like 
mm-hmm. big blockbuster movies. Yeah. Uh, like summer blockbusters. Yeah. So like, oh, there's Batman, and there's not really a Marvel presence on the silver screen, right? On the movie screen. You had the Hulk, sure, and, and you, then had, you had you had a short-lived Spider-Man. They were TV relegated series. to like sort of TV movies. Like right. there was a Captain America movie with Red Brown with Red from Brown, 1979, yeah. but that was I don't I don't even think that had anything to do with like Red Skull yeah. or anything like that. And before and, this, they tried with the Punisher with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. But essentially, nobody knew how to take on a superhero movie, which was funny to me. There's no formula. Yeah, yeah. Which was funny to me because there was up to this point Captain America. Let's let's forget you know the th- it was from 1941 until the 50s. Captain America was a pretty prominent character for timely comics. So yeah. before it really became Marvel comics. But let's even with the 60s, mm-hmm. with this renaissance of Marvel characters, you have a plethora of source material to at least try and as like a blueprint to pattern mm-hmm. some sort of story off of there. Yeah. Um, but. Whether it was, I mean, you didn't have director. They didn't go with yeah. directors who were comic book fans. Um, yeah. But also, comic books were still kind of an underground medium again yeah. after after the war. Like people kind of saw comic books as something silly. Yeah. And the other thing was, um, the uh, uh, apparently, according to Matt Salinger and the guy that played um, Red Skull, or no, who uh, the pre- president, Ronnie Campbell. Yeah, Ronnie Cox. Yeah, according Robo-Cop. to Matt Salinger. Yeah. Oh yeah, Um, but according to those guys, it's what they read was one of, if not the best script they ever read. Mm -hmm. But both of them sort of said, "I don't know how they messed it up, Mm -hmm. but it the the, what we ended up getting is not the script that they read." So I'd be interested to see what that script was and how faithful it was to the comics, Mm -hmm. how um, how it. contributed to the character of Captain America because right. as we'll get into he's kind of a loser in this he, yeah. movie. Yeah. But yeah, the thing is, okay, so like with Spice World we're going to jump around a little bit. So yeah, starting out, it starts in, you know, really kind of pre-world mm-hmm. pre-America's involvement in World War 2. Yeah. Uh but still war-torn Italy. Yeah. And this little boy who's like this piano prodigy is abducted by these soldiers and his family's gunned down in front of him. And we see he's being used for this serum that this Italian female yeah. doctor so, like came up with. So actually and she and she is like appalled by how they're using a child yeah. for it. So actually, you say we're gonna jump around a bit, but for me personally, my notes are kind of in order. I don't care. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's funny because obviously you've got Germans and Italians and they're mm-hmm. speaking to each other. So naturally, you'd think, oh, of course they're gonna give us the audience subtitles. Mm-hmm. But one thing, one like one of the first things we pointed out was the subtitles are used, but only for some of the scenes when a different yeah. language is used. The rest of the time, you're like. I don't know what they're talking about. Sin, I want. I also want to point out right at the beginning here. I was angry at how this movie was more cohesive than I was giving it credit for the second time the watching sec- it. Because, yeah. like we had mentioned in Spice World, we watched these once to kind of get a general idea and you know maybe write some things down here and there. But then we watch it again before we record mm-hmm. and. When we were watching it again, I was getting pissed off because I'm like, damn it, this movie's more cohesive than I was giving yeah. it credit for. Now, it's not good still. Oh, yeah. I've got pages of notes. but uh, like, And they're not all, and most of the notes are bad. Yeah, but I figured maybe they were, they gave you subtitles on the parts that they couldn't mm-hmm. show you, but a lot of the time they might be trying to use action and emotion sure. to speak for what's going on. So I guess, yeah, they're, they're giving you as the audience the do to use your brains to interpret what's going There's on. some sort of yeah, thought, artistic the, interpretation. To the cinematography of uh, it. And perhaps we're just giving it too much credit, and that was just a movie mistake. That's the problem with a uh, sometimes an overly analytical mind that, yeah. like, sometimes Occam's razor, sometimes you're overthinking it, sometimes yeah. the, the easiest response of they just got lazy is the right the response. response. with less assumption is yeah. probably the less. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, you mentioned Dr. Vaselli, who's the yes. female Italian scientist which sounds like Fassini from Princess Bride yeah yeah it does and yeah she created the super soldier serum mm-hmm. to treat birth defects and then Hitler created his own and that's what they're using right uh, on on the little Italian boy which yeah what would he did he have any known birth defects I don't, besides being Italian I don't know <laughs> I, I don't JK know JK Italy the thing the thing is in this movie so much of it 
instead of having maybe an extra two or three minutes showing some sort of in a montage or showing some sort of build or putting an aspect of the story into perspective or like, or, or putting something in there to explain it instead of all this, just because there's a lot of exposition yeah. scenes, a lot of things where it's like this happened and this happened and it's a good thing. So-and-so did this so that you could do this. It's like, I think it would have been a lot more dynamic and interesting to watch if you put maybe like a two or three minute scene explaining this instead of just allowing right. ex- wordy exposition, yeah, brief yeah. exposition. Cause like, and, and for, Dr. Vaselli, because it's all about redemption for her character because this serum she came up with is being used for evil to yeah. create a super soldier. I don't think, I think he was more so picked based on his intelligence because mm. apparently he's this, you know, like I said, a piano prodigy. That's all we kind of can guess. And maybe someone you can grow from the ground up. Like maybe. they take a little boy yeah. and they're like, oh, we can mold him. He's impressionable. We yeah. can, we can, uh, Use him, build him from the ground up, and kind of mold him into our image. So they—that's why they use him. But then I guess the U.S. wants to take uh, this, you know, kind of you know, broken down people or people with birth defects, sure. and maybe like build them up. Maybe he's poor, that. and that's his birth defect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or you, like you said, maybe he's Italian, and that's yeah. his birth defect. Yeah. America. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding, Italian folks. Enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah. Please. Um, but uh, essentially. We have that scene, and then like years later, what is it, 1943, 1943 now? They're, 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 they're talking were, about, um, was there was there narration that said, like, we found, you know, we found. Yeah, they're, they're oh, like going yeah. through like a file. They're talking yes. about Dr. Vaselli, but then they're talking about how she's been developing the serum for the yes, past seven, that, seven yeah. years, and we have a candidate to use for, to, to, yeah. uh, to, you know, it helps with high rates of agility and strength and speed yeah. and intelligence. And I think they said to, you know, it gives them the powers of a high level athlete, yeah. which at the time is relative. Yeah. Like a high level athlete. Like Bo that, Jackson. Yeah. Well, at the time, a high level athlete back then just could have been, you run slightly faster than, the, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, it's a super soldier serum. Right. So why not give him enhanced abilities that are, you know, more so than a high level athlete. Right. So it's like, who was the standard? Yeah. This, so and maybe his, maybe he gets to the nineties and there's better athletes. And he's like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> My powers do not work. Then, here. Yeah. The, the, uh, the, all major sports leagues weren't integrated yet either. Yeah. So like the measuring there, stick, there could have been different. athletes around the world that were way better than what we had yeah, in America. Exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing with this movie is there's a lot from the comics that's cherry picked because you can't avoid the comics yeah. altogether. Um, but then there's then there's things where it's like, like the whole Italian backdrop mm. of the of where the evil is. Like, why did you pick Italy? Yeah. Why couldn't you do Germany? Yeah. Why couldn't you do Germany? I, I'm cur- I'm curious as if because when this was made. It's around when the Berlin Wall. Yeah, came like down, the so. communism fell in the late '80s and the Berlin Wall came down. So maybe all, all they, that maybe they didn't want to ruffle any feathers. Probably maybe not. Yeah. Um, but that's just but there's that's a big the source swast- material. Isn't there a big swastika yeah, flag? So like and, and, yeah, and eventually when Red Skull and we'll come Red back Skulleton. to like well yes exactly <laughs> we'll come back to Steve Rogers here in a second. Yeah. But eventually when Red Skull is shown and he's going to shoot this rocket at the White House, um, there's a big Nazi flag yeah. behind it. But there and then there's this moment where. This um this spy for the for for the Nazis says Heil Hitler and oh yeah that's shoots a, Vaselli yeah um when ooh right in the Vaselli yes with all during all like uh, Steve's injection when he's when serum. he's becoming Captain America yeah. but yeah. to go back to your question whether or not there's exposition there yes. was this yeah. twofold talking about yeah because it's at like seven years later yeah or talking about like Vaselli yeah. and then talking about this candidate we yeah. picked out and then we go to this house in Ohio to where there's this gathering to where it's supposed to look like they're sending someone off to war, one of the good old boys off to yeah. war, but it, they're sending this family, sending Steve Rogers off for this yeah. testing. He was, he was, cause he could, didn't qualify for the draft cause he has a limp and he it's has polio cause, cause he had polio and it gave him a limp. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they're like, he, you know, he, he still got that, that American spirit. Right. He, he still, he still wants, speaking of American spirits, he's, uh, Steve Rogers is seen yeah, smoking in this which movie. Which that's not very that's not very righteous. I enough, have right. I have a a uh, a funny scene that I would have in- injected in there mm-hmm. uh, if 
but we'll get to that. And uh, but he but he wants to fight for his country, mm-hmm. and so they're like, why not make him better? Like, yeah. why not why not make him this super soldier? Which he's is true to he's, Steve Rogers. He, yeah. he's he's got a better attitude than every other man that's fighting, mm-hmm. but he can't fight, you know. Yeah. So which is true to yeah Steve Rogers, that's, like you said. Again, true. that's it's cherry picked. Uh, there are certain yeah. elements for just because just this fictional character yeah. is part of a story. Okay, you can't really tell it without just saying. That he has he has this scene with his mom in the kitchen and his mom's Melinda Dillon who's, who's the mom, the mom from the Christmas, Christmas story. story and it's funny because Darren McGavin's in this movie and yeah. he's dad from the Christmas yeah. story he's a bad guy though yeah but uh a damn good bad guy yeah he's all right uh yeah no he's okay but uh there's a scene with his mom and his mom, they're like talking about how she's like scared and he's nervous and stuff like that and Matt I mean. They don't go to great lengths to make Matt Salinger look weaker yeah, than he does. He's as, a, what he's like six four. Or yeah, like, exactly. All he, they they give he, him a limp, and that's yeah. it. He looks a he looks a little skinnier. I mean, I guess they gave him baggy clothes or whatever. I think. See, for those of you that have seen the MCU Captain America, yeah. you know Chris Evans' head was CGI'd onto the skinny person's body. They at least they could do that, but of course you can't really do that here in the early nineties. Yeah. So at least they could they could have done. They could have done some sort of trick to the eye to where, like, yeah, baggy clothes or some sort Forced of hunch. perspective. Or have a little person, a Steve Rogers, like Vern well, Troyer's early yeah. role. Well, originally, they wanted to have one person play Steve Rogers and one person be Captain America. Or, like, one person, I think that's what I read. Sort of like the Incredible Hulk. Mm, yeah. But I guess a different actor play Steve Rogers as a skinny Steve Rogers, but then three people play yeah, Steve like, Rogers, it, Captain America. Anyway, one it, of them's yeah, well, young Vern Troyer plays yeah, Steve exactly. Rogers. But essentially I read it as sort of like an incredible Hulk where you have one person's Bruce yeah. Banner and one person's the Hulk, but then he gets, but then he becomes bigger. So anyway, um, so then you have one actor just in the movie for like 10 minutes and then you're like, where'd that actor Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's 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 convoluted, and they decided. Yeah. They, I guess the best route was yeah, with Matt Salinger. Yeah. But they could have at least done something to give this idea that he's super frail yeah. and skinny, so that they the gave tra- him a limp. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And so when his transformation happens, it's not just oh, he's just standing up straighter. Yeah. Um. But anyway, his mom is giving. They're in the kitchen, and he they she gives Steve his dad's medal. His mm-hmm. dad died, um, in war. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and th- going to war, mother. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he he like he gives or she gives him his dad's medal, and we said it'd be funny if his dad wasn't even dead. And he's yeah. like, "You better not be giving him my medal in there." <laughs> that would have been really. Or he comes in, it's like, "Hey, what the hell? That's my medal." Yeah. <laughs> One of the relationships that's established right before Steve is picked up by Doctor Vasselli is his with his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, with Bernie. Bernie. Birdie. Bernie. 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 Yeah. yeah. I love and- you, Bernie. Yeah, uh, and they and she's like, I'll wait forever for it. Wait forever for you, baby. Yeah, uh, and essentially, you know, and that's established there, which is kind of a running thing throughout the movie. Yeah, but but the funny thing is, he has to go find because Bernie's not like at the house, so he has to go find her, and mm-hmm. she's waiting on like a pier or whatever. But you get several shots of him limping around trying to find her, and I was like, God, that must have taken forever. Yeah. It's not like he's driving to Where find is he her. He's walking like, from. He's like walking, but not just walking. He's like limping mm-hmm. around Ohio to try and find her. Yeah, or at least his neighborhood. That would have been funny if, like, it's over, like, overdub of, Bernie, where are you? It's, like, these far-off shots yeah. of him, like, walking through these different areas. Yeah. And then he opens up a sewer lid. Bernie! <laughs> gets to her, and he's pouring with sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Why, where'd you go? <laughs> but uh, Dr. Vaselli picks him up, essentially. Yeah. And then now we're at, you know, a few, skip ahead a few scenes, and, you mm-hmm. know, they're, he's learning about this, uh, about what his... But what the actual yeah, project what, what the, is, yeah, like yeah. why why he's be, he's essentially going to be made into this this superhero type person mm-hmm. who's going to help help America, yeah, and uh, take down Red Skull, yeah, and you know essentially the idea is they want to have multiple people like this, yeah. Um, um, but going back to Steve Rogers' scene smoking, which I think is a funny, like well, I guess at the time smoking to them was fine, but it's funny that it'd be funny if after. 
he turned into Captain mm-hmm. America. He was still smoking. Yeah. So like when he's on the plane with uh, Sergeant Lewis, who we'll talk about in a little bit, he's got like a cigarette in his mm-hmm. mouth. And then uh, when he gets to Red Skull's lair, you just see him like walk in and the scene pans up and he's got a cigarette dangling from his mouth, mm-hmm. throws it down, stands, stamps it out and says, let's rumble, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like that that's my Captain America. Yeah. But with the changes they were making to Captain America, like I've... Might as well just done something like that. But yeah. essentially, you know, now we, we have a shot of these this soldier who ends up being uh, a younger version of Darren McGavin's character. Um, oh. Sergeant Salinger or Captain Salinger or whatever. You know what? Not I'm, Salinger. Um, Sergeant uh, Kirby? No. Not, Lewis? N- no. Kirby Lewis. <laughs> um, it's, uh, Fleming. Oh, yeah. I so did make Mo- that Bill connection. Bill Moomy in the in the movie is a young General Fleming. I did not make that connection. Um, I only did it. I only made that connection when I went on IMDb. Uh, uh, but essentially, he shows up with this guy telling him about this project or whatever at this diner. Yeah, and they have to it's, use secret yeah, code below or below the diner. Yeah, and uh, the uh, so shout out to Jeff Wright, who for those of you who listen to Radcast, yeah. he's a five timer on there. Seven, like seven friend timer. of ours. If you've never very, listened to yeah, Radcast, very good yeah. friend of ours. Um, he's going to be on later in the month to talk about Ready to Rumble, which is a very bad movie, of course. Uh-huh. Um, but Jeff is also a humongous. He's a massive comic book mm-hmm. fan, um, and we've spent years talking about comic books with him. Uh, and we were telling him about how this is actually. Not still not good, but this was a better movie than we were giving it credit for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Really?" And he was pointing things out to us. And then we were like all going back and yeah. forth in a message thread yesterday. And one of the things he said is what I was getting to now is the secret testing facility that Matt is going is that Matt is being you know and Steve Rogers. Sorry, that uh, <laughs> I'm Matt Salinger. Matt yeah. Salinger, Steve Rogers is being you know tested on and having injected with the super soldier serum which they don't call it that yeah and they use electrodes to get it to them yeah they don't so, inject them with anything um but essentially he's being tested in this diner like in the secret the secret room in this diner uh, beneath which, the diner he's beneath, not they don't have him in a booth right like, people are just they're not even you're gonna uh, spill my chocolate malt they're not even phased by it yeah. it's below the but diner jeff yeah. pointed out and he's like the secret testing facility is below a diner like okay, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, it's not good. I know it's not good. But they pick Steve because he's the best damn candidate out, out of six hundred. Yeah, to which I interpreted as he, to which I interpreted as he's the most fragile and pitiful person. Yeah, in the world. which means he's the most weak and frail. I, yeah. I suppose. Um, but uh, so, uh, things happen to where he's getting tested. But you see, you see, they have these close-up shots of like his muscles expanding. I guess just just his legs. Just his. They legs. don't show anything of his upper body, which I'm guessing it's because Matt Salinger already had an okay physique mm-hmm. upper body wise. Yeah. So they covered it with a cloth. So they just show his chicken legs. So I thought it'd be funny if once it's done. They, uh, he gets up and just his legs are bigger, but mm-hmm. his, his upper body is still small. Like reverse the yeah. tick. Yeah. Guess we'll have to do two rounds of this. Yeah. <laughs> See it, you tomorrow. But they can't because uh, Dr. Vaselli gets shot yeah, by, but, by an undercover Nazi soldier who was yeah. with uh, General Fleming. Yeah. Um, but we, you had mentioned um, the, the actual, the good army sergeant. Yeah, Sergeant the, Lewis. Sergeant Lewis. Um, they're in a hospital now. Yeah. And which Steve's hospital room is almost completely bare besides yeah. like a bed and something that looks like a helium machine. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it looks like he's just in an iron lung again. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Sergeant Lewis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, he'll, he'll be all right. Yeah. But Steve was shot. <laughs> It'll in the wear me- off. Steve was shot in the melee as yeah. he pushed the Nazi, the Nazi spy, you nasty spy into, <laughs> uh, into this big electric, um, Electric get up or whatever, yeah. like elect electrodes. He, electric, ele- he electrocuted electric him. Yeah, um, he electrocuted him with his electric powers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like Ernest P. Worrell <laughs> at the end of Ernest Goes to Jail. Um, but you know, they're they're here's where we get the exposition of like the Nazis are creating this rocket with Red Skull, who we yeah. heard about a couple times. Um, Which that little boy was me. Yeah, it's the little Italian boy. Yeah, uh, from the beginning of the movie and. You know, Steve hears all this, and you know, in the middle of everybody, you talking, keep it down. Yeah, I'm trying to sleep here. Which Red Skull looks like he's in his early 40s, but yeah. timeline-wise, this is seven years after so he was kidnapped. So really, he would have been probably in his early 20s. Yeah, exactly. I think it's the makeup. 
Ah, uh, yes. But he's, uh, we see Steve Rogers is up and awake and he's alert and he's stronger than ever. And he's like, Captain, where did you say that rocket was headed? Um, and then we get a shot up in a plane and he's already in his Captain America get up. Yeah. And Which the suit looks okay it's for a the big early rubber 90s. Suit with the same people that did the Batman suit. But it's yeah. a big rubber suit with ears on it. Not, Fake ears. Yes. Yeah, not the wings. Yeah ears on it i mean the wings are on it but underneath the wings well yeah no when i when i say ears i don't mean like oh the wings you just yeah. do you mean the wings yeah, yeah. no the wings are on there i'm talking about ears are on there and they're and originally it was actually matt salinger's ears poking through mm-hmm. but they chafed so bad that they just put fake ears on right there. and those you, don't even need to be there no but i think they could they should have had a few scenes before that like have like where did you say that rocket was headed? And it's like dun 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 like the like the score kind of swells yeah. up, and then they have shots of him like using using the shield and like performing, and we see the sh- a showcase of Captain America's abilities before you yeah. just drop him over a Nazi yeah. camp area. Again, we don't know what the original was in the original script, but we so. only know what we see yeah, and what no, we exactly. see. Yeah, they need it. They they instead of sh- maybe taking two or three minutes to have a montage yeah. with the score over it with him like using his stuff instead now they're straight to the plane he's like i don't know if i'm ready yet captain well he's like you think you'll be okay with that shield he's like uh could use uh, a little more time to practice yeah it's like it's like well as far as we know as the audience you could have at least used an hour to know how to hold it because we didn't even see you putting on the costume or any of that holding it like a grocery bag yeah exactly Uh, and he's like (laughs) and uh he's like uh, then they mentioned how doctor. This is a, the suit he's wearing was Doctor Vaselli's idea, and he's like, she wasn't much for camouflage. He's like, yeah, but she sure loved the red, white, and blue. Yeah, okay. And they, but no, they also mentioned that there were no blueprints. She kept no notes. It's like it was all it's in her all head. All in her head. So, so, so she's dead now. So. Yeah. So there's because Captain America asks, he's like, when when do I get more troops in my battalion? When mm-hmm. do I get more super soldiers? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, she never kept notes. It was all in her head. And now that she's gone, you're the only one. Yeah. And then they they they're dropping him over. You know where the where the missiles about to launch, yeah. and they're surrounded by Nazi soldiers quote unquote I guess yeah. Nazi soldiers are supposed to be analogs for the Nazis um, but as he's jumping out he's like I love you Bernie <laughs> and uh, and then he lands and then he's instantly found so he's well, not much for like being yeah, covert yeah um, Alan covert uh, yes <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He takes like two steps and they all turn around and see him. Yeah, he has and, zero stealth. And we get some pretty cool effects, him throwing the shield to knock down like a watch. For the, watchtower! Yeah. <laughs> like, for, for the time, definitely. Like him yeah. throwing the shield, which he gets a lot of use of the, out of that shield. And, and that is one of my notes. The shield is used pretty effectively. It's not but, like they give him this huge prop that like mm-hmm. Captain America is known for and he barely uses but it. But there are moments where the shield comes back and then there are moments where it doesn't I, that's what that's another note i have kind of towards the end because mm-hmm. there's a huge example mm-hmm. of that at the end fight with red skull yeah um but yeah he i'm there and there's some pretty cool sequences um of him like you know kicking the brake off of a big truck and using it as a and using it as a shield yeah throwing the shield kind of knocking some guys yeah. out but he, he infiltrates red skull's lair and they throw a few punches but he's promptly captured and strapped he's to like, a he's rocket. He's getting his ass kicked by Red yeah. Skull. So the biggest issue I have with this is they are only using these moments in the 40s mm-hmm. just to give him the suit and establish here's Captain America. How he not, became frozen. Not who he is. Yeah. The biggest issue I have, and this is something you need to dedicate time to if you're gonna if you're gonna mm. showcase Captain America, because they only established who he was for a little bit to so they could go and put him in a nineties setting and yeah. use that man out of time aspect. But the problem is Captain America played a massive role yeah. for America in World War Two. He was a hero books. and had a legacy. Yeah. Everyone knew who Captain America was after he quote unquote died. Yeah. So when he gets to the nineties, nobody knows who he is. Yeah. There is no pre established legacy of Captain America. Um, the only person who knows who he is is in 1993, the president. But before that, he was just some dumb toe-headed kid visiting Washington with his parents. Yeah, and there was in the the rocket that Captain America was strapped to and sent off towards the White House. Mm-hmm. He found a way to deter the rocket from the White House. He like kicked it off course. Yeah, so he was heroic in that sense. Mm-hmm. But he there was a little boy who had full view who 
I guess they scored like an apartment across there, the street. There's like from a hotel because they're in they're in town yeah. for something. Okay. His, yeah, yeah. his dad's meeting with the White House, and he takes it. He sneaks out and takes his camera because he's like, I want to be president someday. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, a, it's President McKinley, <laughs> which yawn. Yeah. Uh, but he took his camera and he was taking pictures of the White House, hopefully score, trying to score a picture yeah. of Eleanor Roosevelt getting out of the bathtub. Va va boom. Yeah, uh, FDR falling out of his falling out of his wheelchair. Ooh, this is spicy. Also, they kept saying Roosevelt. Everybody yeah. called him President Roosevelt. Yeah. It's Roosevelt. I don't know. Uh, anyway, the kid was taking voyeuristic pictures of the <laughs> White House. And but, he, but he saw he's but what happened was he saw the rocket coming and through his nineteen forties camera lens saw a clear a clear shot of, of Captain America. Yeah. And then as the rocket, a rocket sped That's by flying across the sky. Yeah, the kid captured a close up picture, pretty well detailed, of Captain America. And so he's the only one mm-hmm. in current day who knows who Captain... Am- well, him and Ned His, Beatty. Yeah, yeah, Ned Beatty's character, who I actually, the second time watching through, I thought the kids portrayed these future versions. Yeah. They're pretty all right. Yeah, because the little kid tells his fat friend who would grow up to be Ned Beatty yeah. that I saw this, and the kid's like, mm-hmm. well, it couldn't, couldn't have been the Human Torch or whatever. Yeah, it's like, which... I also I give it I give it props for they have quite a few Marvel nods in yeah. there, um, but all in all, yeah, the they're two little kids, and then the only montage we get of any sort of progression mm-hmm. is of this character, this kid who's in Tom Kimball, yeah. who he's not the only character with the last name Kimball from 1991, Mr. John Kimball, <laughs> Detective John Kimball. I'm a copy with you. <laughs> um, anyway, shut uh, up. <laughs> kindergarten cop uh, beautiful movie yep. um so the only montage we get is throughout from 1943 until 1993 so 50 years is of tom kimball is of this little yeah. kid you know and all of his accomplishments and accolades he's and, a war hero in vietnam and, and it would have been cool if they had spots of him like you know highly praised student also keeps rambling on about you know savior of america Rocket across the you know, sky suited man yeah, that yeah. saved the white Have house a few parts where yeah. it's giving he's he hasn't let go of this whole captain america yeah. thing and then finally he's president and i have no idea what his main beef is and yeah. what he's trying to do that causes him to be under the craw of red skull who's a bin who's a businessman well, now. well so red skull is like a drug kingpin and, right. a, and a lot of his drugs are hurting the environment and hurting people and right. tom campbell has this pro-environmentalist yeah. stance so that would mean wiping out like red skull's business mm-hmm. essentially right. and that makes well, sense he's just an evil businessman but now. yeah it seems it captain america has no legacy up to that point like you don't have any articles amongst those Tom Kimball articles about like this project or this fallen hero. It's almost mm-hmm. like his first night out, he fails. They don't know where he is. Guess he's dead. We'll sweep this under the rug, and mm-hmm. this is just a failed experiment, yeah. which is totally not Captain America. No, uh, all we see is him. He lands in Alaska somewhere, yeah. and he gets frozen in ice, yeah. which if we're talking the 60s Captain America, that's where the Avengers found him and that's yeah. how they that's how they reestablish that's how they that re- revitalize, yeah. revitalize that character yeah. within Marvel because yeah. at that time again he was just a timely comics yeah. character um, so they that's another thing they cherry picked mm-hmm. is that they're him falling in ice so but there's no significance no when he's found yeah. he's just this he's, asshole in a rubber suit yeah exactly that these, that these expeditionists like find and they're like whoa what the hell is this there's no whoa it's this and not like nudist I, colony like, yeah, expedition. So they're all nudists in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. um, but there, it would have been so much cooler if they're like, "There's no way." I've I've only heard the legends of Captain yeah, America. Is that, he looks like, and they hold up a yeah, picture, and I've like only seen him in pictures. I've only I only read about him when I was a Holding child. Like a but history book. Or I something. thought those were just childish comic book stories. No, or but no, like he's that. just this yeah. idiot in a blue rubber suit, and he gets yeah. up. He's like, "Where did he's he go?" He's just confused about the everything. president is the only one who knows about yeah. Captain America, and as we later see. Bernie, his girlfriend, yeah. still like knows about Steve, everything yeah. like that. And she she just found out that he died or whatever. Yeah, like, or he was missing in action or something yeah, like I that. I don't even think he she knew he was Captain America. No, whatever. no. So it just didn't. leads to the fact that only two people really know who Captain America right. is. But Tom Kimball's president now. He calls Ned yeah. Beatty, who's like, he works for the newspaper. Yeah, and, well, and also, um, I feel like there was news articles talking about uh, Red Skull or Red Red Skull had so, 
was involved with the assassinations of like JFK well, and MLK is, yeah, and stuff like that. That's the thing is all you forget about it because it's all in lengthy expositions. Yeah. You don't see any of it, so you don't it doesn't stick. Yeah. If if you want to, you can kind of see this as so Vaselli was trying to redeem herself, but also this is a redemption story for Steve Rogers because he f- quote unquote failed his first night out and was frozen in ice all these years and he takes he feels like he's responsible for right. Red Skull taking over the world yeah. essentially. Essentially Red Skull now um he's only he only has the Red Skull makeup yeah. that one time. The rest of the time he's just this like scarred up oh, yeah. businessman. He had cosmetic surgery. Yeah. Um to which the Red Skull makeup face. is good. Yeah, it's it's good. I remember yeah. it scared me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um but now he's in trust. Now the Red Skull. Um, it's it's seen that General Fleming, who earlier was played by Bill Mooney, is mm-hmm. now is Darren McGavin. Um, he is like he's he's a traitor uh, to the present to America because yeah. he's in the pocket of the Red Skull. Yep. And they have like this big this big like uh, gathering of these like these bad people all over. Yeah. Like like what this, about Captain Amazing? <laughs> this this anti. Um, United Nations, which it actually, I was, I was going to make a parallel between United that. Nations. Well, that and the beginning of the naked gun. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> like, it's like, that. it's like, when's Frank Drevin showing up? Yeah. Uh, but they, they talk about like how the president's a threat and how they need to kill the president. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he finds out that captain America has been thought out and he sends his daughter out yeah. to go take care of him. And captain America has ended up in Canada but then Ned Beatty has to go. F- Ned Beatty has to go find but him. But he drives from Washington to Canada, or or does he live in Washington? All, I, all I'm gonna say is the music is completely out of place because yeah. whenever in any scene to where Red Skull's daughter is going to, whether it's America or Canada, anywhere in North America, there's this like black velvet by Alana miles backbeat that's playing. Yeah. And then there's a scene to where her and all of her friends who are in the, who are the red skulls cronies who are all like yeah. these yuppies in their twenties. We do not know if they have any sort of military training no, yeah. or covert training yeah. or stealth. Training. They all look like they're models just, and it looks like a Robert Palmer video. They're just her friends. Yeah. So like you and her friends go find this guy. <laughs> yeah. And of course, so they're quickly it's like, dispatched. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like the three, um, it's like the three slackers from Three, from three Ninjas. ninjas. Yeah, that's what it is. They're just Festin is just uh the guy who works for the bad guy's nephew. Right. And so it's just his nephew and his friends, and they put him and them in charge of kidnapping mm-hmm. the three ninjas, or in three ninjas two when it's uh the, the uh the three idiots that yeah, are that the, are in the a Jap- band. Yeah, like the uh, um grandpa's Japanese adversary. Um yeah. but like it's just it's That's just funny. It it's just funny of. to me because like the musical cues are weird, and then so Captain America, um, he's running away from them, and like Ned Beatty catches up with them, and through exposition he's letting them know like all this stuff that Red Skull's done and yeah. all of these, and like he's like you you're you're not catching any of this, are you? It's yeah. Like, no, he's not. Well, so Captain America is like suspect of him too. Yeah, because the whole time he's looking around his car, and his his car was made in Germany yeah, and he's and got a, a he's, Japanese tape recorder. Yeah. So he's, so he thinks he's like a spy cause he doesn't yeah. know what year it yeah. is. So the highly righteous, highly intelligent, highly savvy, supposed to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. What is his way to try and escape? And s- instead of trying to reason with Ned Beatty, instead of trying to make sense of it all, he, he pretends he's he, going to be sick. He pretends he's going to be car sick. And he's like, can you pull over? I think I'm going to be sick. And like he pulls over and he gets out and he's like, he's trying to get away. He's getting away from the car. He's on the side of the road. He's wearing an overcoat. Yeah. And, uh, and Ned Beatty's like, captain, are you okay? And he ducks away from Ned Beatty, slips away from him and steals his car. Yeah. <laughs> so that's captain America for you. That's uh, yep. So he tricks him. Classic joke. Mm-hmm. Um, Ned Beatty is left in Canada somewhere. Yeah. Um, so captain America, Drives as far as he can and leaves the gets, car. Gets to California, Cause, it looks like. Because he's looking for Bernie. Because yeah. he said, I'll come back for you. Which I thought they lived in Ohio. So but, She does. But, but, but it looks like wait, California. It did look like California. Oh, but you know what? He parks in California. He gets on a... He, no, no, no. Because no, he, he gets on a... He gets on a... Uh, he gets on like a meat transportation truck. Right. Oh, okay. I'm getting... I'm, yeah. I'm getting out of order. Either way, he steals Ned Beatty's car and by, some Bruce, by doing something weaselly. There's some Bruce Springsteen knockoff song Yeah, playing. like like some love songs. I'll find you. I want to be happy today. Yeah. It's stuff like that. I want to kiss you again or something yes. like that. I don't know. But he, he ends up in California. And he's in, or no, in Ohio, because she never moved. I don't know. 
Well, he's on a beach. He's somewhere. running through the beach. Yeah, there, but there's a pier, um, that says like Steve and Bernie forever or something like that. And some goths come up to him. They're like, "Hey!" Like they're about to accost him. He's like, "You got a cigarette?" And he's like, "Oh God!" It's kind of. He's got an overcoat on. It's still. like it's like a blast from the past. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. When, when Christopher Walken gets up to the surface and he thinks it's like post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but essentially he finds, uh, he finds where she lived and yeah. then this blonde woman gets out of a car yeah. that's parked and he's like, Bernie, which mm-hmm. she looks and it ends up being Bernie's daughter and she looks nothing how he would have remembered right. Bernie. Exactly. Like Bernie was like, looked all clean and proper and had like brown curly hair or whatever. And this girl was like a woman of the nineties with like bright blonde hair wearing mm-hmm. like big ass sunglasses. Like how would you, how would you get those two mixed up? Yeah. But essentially, he like goes to grab her, and she like hits him with this six pack. And then Bernie, old Bernie, comes yeah. out, and she sees that it's Steve, and she's like overjoyed. And then her husband comes out, and oh, he has this shit. look on his face where he's like, "Oh shit!" Oh, he's like, no. "You gotta be kidding me!" That's why. That's why I hate this whole "I'll wait for you, I'll always love you" yeah. bullshit. Because, because she, she gives this story where she waited till she was thirty-eight, yeah. and she waited. 16 years and it, she essentially she got married she wanted to have kids so, so she, it seems like that's the only reason she settled for this guy mm-hmm. who's probably actually in love with her she, she's but she's, she made it sound like it's like i that was getting too old i wanted to like, have kids it's like tom's a good man and yeah. a good father so you're, essentially you're waiting for but <laughs> yeah exactly but i always like waited for you um so yeah, it, that's i always feel bad for so, the significant other so the dad the dad is really the tragic character because yeah. he's apparently in a loveless marriage he yeah f- he feels like he's kind of smooth sailing but um, you know he knows like his wife has always maybe thought about this other guy yeah but then the other guy shows up somehow shows yeah. up and he looks beautiful yeah <laughs> and this guy looks like a pudgy man if you if you're familiar with Mystery Science Theater three thousand, it kind of looks like Rouse Dower, uh, yeah, uh, or Tom Adkins, yes. Um, but it, and then like essentially, yeah, Bernie's daughter is the one that Steve Sharon, Sharon, and and he goes to Sharon's apartment. He's to, watching historical footage mm-hmm. to kind of catch him up on everything, and, and he's it, he's it, starting to make the connection. It'd be that, funny if the dad was like, even she loves him more than me now. Yeah, that that's what I had in my notes was like. It seemed like is ever Steve this and Steve that because then while well, he's at their apartment, um, Red Skull's daughter and her cronies like break in because well Ned Beatty's there too and he's uh-huh. like is Steve here is Steve here, mm-hmm. but then they break in and they're like where is he and like Ned Beatty gets shot and then the dad gets shot just for being there yeah and then the mom gets shot mm-hmm. and you and the dad lives but like I can't imagine like. He's he doesn't he didn't ask for any of this. No. Like you said, he's in a loveless marriage. His his wife still loves Steve. His daughter spending time with Steve. Bad guys barge in looking for Steve. It's just Steve, Steve, Steve. Yeah, it's like I didn't even, you know all of my whole my whole life I haven't I have gotten nothing more than a parking ticket. Yeah, and now all of a sudden this guy shows up and now I'm in critical critical condition in a hospital. My yeah. wife is dead. My new best friend Ned Beatty's dead. Yeah, uh, like. <laughs> Like and then Steve and Sharon show up to to, to the accident site and like Ned Beatty all of a sudden is shirtless. So it's like <laughs> shirtless Ned Beatty. Mm. I thought I'd only have to watch Deliverance to see this. It's like it's like it's kind of like E.T. when the scientist uh, <laughs> he was like hooked up. He had like the breathing tube or whatever. Mm-hmm. I so will, Ned Beatty is an E.T. The credit I will give it is Sharon's reaction to seeing her mom being zipped up yeah. in a body bag was actually really good. It's not like no no yeah. no. Uh, She's like legit freaking yeah, out. Yeah, but uh. Steve and Sharon are in the hospital visiting her dad. And uh, I think it'd be funny if the dad were like, she's, you know, saying all this stuff. I think it'd be funny if the dad were going to live. Yeah. Or he's like, even if I had a funeral, you probably wouldn't come to it <laughs> yeah. just to show that the day. And then she's like, they turn on, they turn on the TV on wheel of fortune. And she's like, here, this is his favorite show. And then it gets interrupted by a news bulletin yeah, involving like, something involving Steve. Uh, it's like, just kill me now. Yeah. Like she's, she, she has a remote. Yeah. And I was like, which one of these turns off the life support? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, wait, we're not even considering that. Uh, no, no, like it shows the dad. He's got a tube and he's, he's got water. Wide eyed, he's the, like, no, then no. The rest of the movie is how he's like, like OJ Simpson in The Naked Gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's constantly like falling ass backwards into like trouble. And like stuff they like release that. him, they release him for the hospital. He walks out, and an AC unit falls on and, his head. And they saw, and Steve's to blame for all of it. And, and then, like, some, he, he's like, he's 
he's he's electrocuted on a kitchen appliance. Yeah. So like he zips his wiener up in his <laughs> in like his zipper and he's like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but like he gets like this cross eyed, like over exaggerated animated look on his face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shitty way to spend your twilight years. Um I I didn't ask for any of this, is essentially the whole yeah. thing. But the the news bulletin says President Tom Kimball has been abducted. Abducted. And, and uh, but they so they drive to the diner so yes, Steve yes, can see if exactly. like they like they've got to find uh they've got to find they're talking about Vaselli's notes Some they have diary to find Vaselli's notes or a diary something's like I thought she didn't keep any notes mm-hmm. it's like so there's nothing there's like nothing to find mm-hmm. so but anyway they go back to the diner and they're she's allowing Steve to drive her car mm-hmm. yet what how would he be familiar with current day technology and how would he did he even drive a car when he could because he had like complications from polio right so wasn't he able was he able to drive a car? i don't know that's one of those questions to really how wait why are you letting him drive your car mm-hmm. anyway they get to the diner and uh he breaks into the women's bathroom yep which is fine i do this all the time i know what i'm doing uh but that's where the old hiding spot door was yeah and they go down and there it's the dark laboratory yeah and they find the diary but then red skull's goons show up and this is actually a spot actually, to where yeah he kind of showcase some of his heightened sense heightened yeah. agility it's, and ability and it's stuff like done that. with limited lighting not for an art not from like an artistic perspective mm-hmm. but i think it was just to mask the lack of sophisticated fight choreography mm-hmm. but it actually isn't awful like you were yeah. saying like there's actually plenty of instances where you can see steve's like quickness and agility and stuff like that yeah oh and also the majority of his time spent in current day is out of costume mm-hmm. so if you if you came to see the cool rubber captain america costume uh you'll have to wait a, a long time after he's uh brought out of the ice yeah. So and then they now so Steve dispatches of Red Skull's goons who who found them and uh, they're they're on they're on their way to Italy. Yeah. For now. for some reason, why are they going to Italy? Because that's where the president is. Oh yeah, that's where Red Skull's Duh. base of operations is. I guess I was getting because before they go to the Red Skull's base of operations, they somehow find where Red Skull was abducted from when he was a kid. And the family so, there still has the well, recording. What happens before okay, that okay. is when they're in Venice and yes. they're fine. They, you know, Cap wants to do this all himself. So he pulls the whole car sick trick again. Yeah, he did that again. Just because he's like, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't let you be part of this, Sharon. Yeah. To where it's like, I mean, I feel like she's in it now. Yeah. So it, they'll probably abduct her anyway, even if you left her on the side of the road in Italy. Yeah. But he leaves her on the side of the road in Italy because yeah. the upright Captain America isn't beyond being a weasel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but he finds where like he finds where Red Skull was abducted from when he was a kid, and the family who's living there. Well, they don't speak English, but Sharon shows up and is like, "Hey, can you let us in?" Is what I think she said, but she, she said it in Italian. Italian. Yeah. yeah, and they had this tape recorder where they take it to some fix-it man, and they who find speaks out. perfect English. Whatever. I mean, he's not like American, but you're like, how? Why would he need to know English? I feel like he only does business with people in Italy. Maybe with tourists too. I don't know. You never I know. Yes, I don't know. But, there's a lot of tourists selling radios. Yeah, in, but there's uh, you know they essentially find out about. I don't know some shit with Red Skull through that. I don't know. Yeah, but I guess they use it as some sort of sort of like appeal to his vulnerability at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Or, I yeah, uh, there's no really explanation. Steve, Steve, and Sharon are at some cafe and they're found yeah. by Red Skull's daughter. Did we say it was the recording of him playing the piano and getting yeah kidnapped? from the beginning oh, of the movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Red Skull's daughter finds him in a cafe and then they run away. And then there's actually there's it's. It's action. There's an action yeah. scene where they're running away, and Steve picks up these two little kids who are sitting in the middle of the street. Yeah. Well. Um. Also, the fact that um Sharon is keeping pace with Steve while they're running. Yeah. Like, isn't he a super soldier? He's supposed to have another testament to what's the standard for a top athlete mm-hmm. in the forties. Even now, you know, maybe at this point, a woman in the nineties is better than whatever the top athlete was then. That's why you have to be specifically clear that these are like heightened abilities that mm-hmm. no one else has making yeah. him a super soldier, but like she keeps pace with them. So my theory what? is they had sex the night before and he injected her with some super soldier serum. Probably wink. Yep. 
I he's yeah, I mean you you have to you have to yeah, yeah. Well, he's probably still a virgin. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, they're running through the streets of Venice, you know, trying to elude Red Skulls. Venice and his penis. Yes, Venice and his penis. <laughs> um, but uh, he he's showcasing more of his skills. He uses his shield in creative ways. Yeah, they escape. Eventually, Sharon gets abducted. Yeah, and no, now he, Sharon he uses his shield to try and stop a car. Either way, you know, it's a, Sharon gets abducted eventually, and uh, she is being held captive where the president is, because that's the Red Skull's base of operations. Yeah, some um, castle. And, like, there's some exchange going on. Steve is now close to the castle. He puts his suit back on. He's, like, he's suiting up again. And he's, like, I'm going to redeem myself, yeah. essentially. But the president is, he's being held prisoner, but then he kicks the bars down. He had some sort of powder or something he put on there. Something. But then he goes he goes to like this vent area and he's like, Sharon, Sharon, I'll get you out. Which how does he know her well, name? Well, he calls her Karen. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, which yeah. in and of itself is a mistake, but the fact that he was even supposed to know her name is confusing because they've yeah. never spoken before. Exactly. Um, so he escapes um, and he gets cornered by Red Skull. And he's like, "You need me for your, you need me for your plans, don't you?" And he's like, "Yes, you're very important." And then he's like, "Well," and then he fuck the, you. The president <laughs> is about to commit suicide, but then Steve is suspended on the side yeah. of the castle and he catches him. Yeah, and he's like, he, "Oh my God, Captain America!" He jumps off the roof, presumably, presumably to his death. Yes. To which my my thought process is. Okay, you're you're what's standing in Red Skull's way. So if you kill yourself, doesn't he win? Like, isn't it easier for him to be like, okay, cool, like that was our obstacle, mm. and he's gone. I so don't know. part of me was like, maybe I don't know how he would know this, but maybe he jumped off thinking Captain America would catch him. But then how did he know Captain America was there? Like, I don't know. Either way, like you said, Captain America catches him, swings him into... There's a big fight scene on Red Skull's castle to where you see Captain America's... Some of his fighting abilities, but there's so many quick camera cuts to mask the not very good fight choreography. Well, and the president is sitting with Captain America, and Captain America's like, oh, Mr. President, nice to meet you. And he's like, we've met before. And it's like, well, no, you haven't met before. You, you, you You took a... Somehow you took a very clear picture of him shooting across the sky in a rocket, mm-hmm. but you technically have never met before. Right, exactly. But the president ends up like getting shot in the arm, but still yeah. punches punches somebody with a gun with that same arm he just got shot in. Yeah, he uses Captain America's shield. Yeah. And like he slides it to him kind of like a frisbee going across like yeah. going across the pavement. And Captain America is like, Mr. President, thumbs up. Thanks. Yeah. And then he chases but the, down. the battle's not over yet. No. So there's no celebratory thumbs up. Yeah. No. But like the president and Sh- like Sharon like ends up like punching Red Skull's daughter. But then Captain America now is the final showdown. And Red Skull is on a random piano that's at the top of the castle. And he's he says some stuff and then shoots an Uzi into the, into the air. Yeah. Um, and then Captain America shows up and starts playing the recording of him playing piano and I don't know what that's starting. Well, he for, he throws his shield at Red Skull, misses, who, who ducks it, and then it doesn't come back to him. It falls like ten like, feet like in front a of frisbee him. on a roof. Yeah, and then his daughter shows up and shoots Captain America, and Sharon's like, you know, no, and like Cap <laughs> Cap like gets his shield back and then plays the recording. No, he plays the recording to distract him so he can go retrieve his shield. Yeah, but, but what's that recording supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, is it supposed to cause him to go, what have I done? Yeah. But he's still a- he's still going about his business. Yeah. So he throws his shield and he knocks Red Skull out over the kills him out of uh, over the side of the castle yeah. and then throws it at his daughter and always sees her like face like no. surprised. So that's why the previous shot of of his shield falling is so infuriating because we know the shield can come back like a boomerang because right. he throws it at Red Skull, knocks him over, the shield comes back and when it comes back as a boomerang, it hits his daughter because his daughter's like, oh, well, now I'm going to kill you. And he's like, oh, well, heads up because the shield is coming back mm, like yes. a boomerang. So Either it's like, way, wait, it's, why, why is it? It's, it's messed up physics. Yeah. Um, like, what are the shield physics here? But yeah. uh, essentially, It's not even f- messed up physics. It's the fact that the shield has a mind of its own and it's fickle and when it wants yeah, to come back. It's messed up physics. Like, it does, it's not, it's yeah. not like, it's not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? consistent uh, it's yeah 
it's not consistent. Yeah. Uh, but essentially, he has a shield now, and then like the president's there with like um, soldiers or whatever, and Sharon comes in, like comes into his arms mm-hmm. or whatever, and he says some one liner, and then it's this like fade into this shot of Captain America turning around, and yeah. then it like I don't know why. Yeah. And then it's like dun dun dun, and then there's this uh, prologue about the president like making this you know yeah. writing the, writing up this bill and like giving the speech thanking the men and women who like who have helped America and la 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 and the line goes um, like so the end prologue statement prologue statement says nation came together to save the planet and the president thanked the brave people who sacrificed for the country and to everybody's confusion thanked Captain America for everything to everyone's confusion. So even at the end of his own movie, people still don't know who Captain America (laughs) is. Exactly. So he didn't technically redeem himself because he didn't make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he redeemed himself, but again, like you said, only one person. This guy might as well be an imaginary character. Yeah. Like it might it might as well like as soon like he like yeah. salutes and waves and as he's waving, he just like dissipates and like yeah, fades away. There's like there's no press conference to where like Captain America's standing next to him. He's like this it's Captain America. Mm-hmm. It's like a you know uh, part of a experimental program. Like back in the forties, he's mm-hmm. he's frozen under ice. But I witnessed him uh, save the White House when I was a kid or whatever. It's like all bow down to him now. Yes. It's like, he's your now, new overlord. Yeah, exactly. But I am purely his minion. But there's like just a no credit to the character. He's he's a buffoon. Well, not a buffoon, but he's, mean, he's, he's no confidence. Like, yeah, he's exactly. Very little confidence. He's like skittish in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, he he he's just that's the biggest thing. He has no confidence because he has he has zero time in the quote unquote field as yeah. Captain America yeah. because you don't establish a legacy in the forties. Yeah, exactly. So needless to say, I actually enjoyed the movie. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's okay. It is a good it is a good definition of a bad movie. It's a movie that has incredible flaws. Oh yeah. Uh it's not great. But you still, it's still got some entertainment value. It's entertaining, and again, within the context of when it came out, when there people you had Superman and Batman, but people didn't know how to like yeah. Marvel properties. You know, how yeah. do we do those? Like, it's so scatterbrained mm. on how you're supposed, how people think you're supposed to do superhero movies. Yeah. There's no formula. Yeah, there, and there didn't become a formula really until. Sure, the early to mid two thousands, but really with the MCU that established mm-hmm. a formula on how these 12, 10, 11, 12 movies. No, I'm oh, sorry, 10, 10, 11, 12 years of yeah. movies and properties. Here's how we do it with one consistent story. Mm-hmm. It was all over the place. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I mean, <coughs> access of information was more so in twenty eleven, where you could go on like comic book websites and read full like storylines and, and you stuff had more like that. people interested in like really adapting some like yeah. true to source material type stuff. Yeah. Everybody it cherry picks in some way. Mm-hmm. Not everything can be a hundred percent accurate because movies and comics are different. There's beasts. so many stories to tell. Yeah. But there's still the basic things that you can do that this yeah. movie didn't. And a lot of, and there's a lot of those superhero movies didn't yeah. at the time. And that's that's one of and the we're looking at you, points. Tim Burton's Batman. Exactly, you're not exempt from that. Exactly. If you want to hear us talk about that, we have an episode of the Radcast with Jeff, who we mentioned yeah. earlier. Uh, so go listen to that and other episodes on the Radcast. Mm-hmm. But like we do, like we have at the, our last two movies, and we kind of hinted at it. Matt, what is good about this movie? Um, Matt Salinger is actually pretty passable. He's all right. Um, the yeah. acting is not terrible. Red Skull is fairly menacing. It's not the performance isn't bad. Um, Ned Beatty, I mean, is like a Hollywood legend or whatever. Uh, the president, the again, the acting's not that bad. Matt Salinger, it's all right. Like Matt it, Salinger, looks like a Captain America that was pulled from the comic books. Mm-hmm. He's got a, a a frame that's very convincing that lends itself to this, and uh, he's generally pretty likable. Um, yeah. the except s- the parts where he tricks people oh, that he's yeah. car sick. Yeah, that's not that's not very becoming of Captain yeah. America. Sharon is not like a damsel in distress. Yeah, um, she has scenes to where she's holding her not holding her own, but she's at least sticking up for herself. She has scenes of intelligence where she kind of take you, you take that man at a time and kind of catches him up and like when she inserts herself and she knows Italian or whatever and mm-hmm. she 
she's she's very uh she's very confident and intelligent and you know you can tell that she doesn't she don't need no man mm-hmm. uh but uh other than that there's just it was generally pretty entertaining, at least the second time around. It's all right, yeah. Uh, but it it is not good. If you want to see what superhero move, what they tried with superhero movies um, back in the early '90s and kind of post Batman, yeah. um, I think it's it's good to see yeah. where we were and where we are now. Yeah, it's it's especially for those of you who. Your introduction to these characters or your only interest in comic book characters is these movies, which are a full-on empire, well-oiled machine now. Uh, I encourage you, yeah, to go back and kind of see where it all started. Mm -hmm. Yep. That being said, this episode is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to stay up to date or get in touch with us, make sure to check out our socials we plugged at the top of the show. Also, Apple Podcasts. Your ratings and reviews would sure help us out. On that note... House lights are up, the film's off the reel, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you next time.